everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. John, I have to preface this episode with an apology to you and our listeners. This is... uh, Okay, this is probably... This is something that I feel like we should probably do every time. <laughs> I feel like there's always, an apology. It's, it's always something, you know? <laughs> You're right. You're right in that it is always something. And this time it is me supplying the something. And that something is I'm I'm really I'm really hungover. So if we could do this whole um episode maybe like in hushed tones, maybe we could just make this yeah. our ASMR episode. Just like just be cool. You know what I mean? Because like my my threshold is like really low right now. Like, yeah, I need I need tenderness, <laughs> and I need kindness and understanding, or I will cry on this. this episode. Is... I know I've cried on downtime before, but yeah. I just want to recently after, bef- before this. I was in my bed watching Thirty Rock reruns, and then after this. I'm also going to be in my bed watching 30 Rock. Like, I cannot. <laughs> I've decided. I was like, I could power through this hangover and I could make the day work. But I don't want to. And I think there's a freedom in that. And I'm yeah. just, I just, we need to get through this episode. I'm not yep. saying, like, we have to rush it or do a bad job. But I no, feel no. like as much consideration as we could possibly have for one another, I would appreciate that. <laughs> you, you know what? You and I are very loud people to begin with. I just need you to just be a little bit quieter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you you historically are much louder than I am. <laughs> my my fiance claims that I am the loudest person she's ever met. Um, uh, your fiance and... has met Brian from Are We Friends, right? <laughs> Uh, and I know for a fact that you were much louder than I am. Oh, so yeah. that's that's sort of the threshold that we're starting at. And just... as the as the editor and final producer of this of this podcast every week, um, I can tell you hush tones would go down real smooth right about Monday evening time when I'm editing this show. Yeah, um, because I get folks, I get Emily's audio and it's just red line almost all the way through just just <laughs> constant clipping the fact that this episode th- that these episodes come out listenable is incredible it's really a feat so wait, of of editing you always want me to be you want me to be quieter yeah but i'm I but also was that i wasn't loud enough oh god no we this is a critical <laughs> error in communication that we've stumbled upon <laughs> i didn't i think you're always complaining that I wasn't close enough to my microphone no, no. I am both too far away from my microphone and too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so there is this. There is a balance when you're uh, Emily. You might not know this. You've, you're a little new to podcasting, but there is yeah, a balance I've that you need been doing to strike. It for six years. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a mechanical aspect that you have to you can like play with the settings, and then there's also an oh, aspect God. of distance and volume. Yeah, I would love. Actually, I would love for you to take the lead on this episode, John, and just talk about knobs and tiles, and I'll just take a nap. <laughs> that sounds great to me. It sounds like ideal. If you just want to talk about buttons and knobs and computers and graphics chips, and I'll just go to sleep. <laughs> Whiz bangs and, and Billy Bobbies yeah, and, and doodahs, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do have something to talk to you about. I did come prepared, which I'm really glad. It's the first episode of downtime for which I've ever prepared. And I feel like it's good because my brain doesn't work right now. Yeah. So improvisation is sort of out the window. But (laughs) um, someone who I'm a kindred spirit with right now, I believe, is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Olympics just wrapped up. And there was one particular soul coming out of the Olympics that I really... Uh, aligned myself with and it's this uh, woman who pictures of her are going around the internet because she is uh, sobbing on a horse and she's just (laughs) standing on a horse and sobbing like very visibly crying so hard and I had to look into it I was like what is this meme like what who is this woman and it turns out that she was she's a pentathlete 
and we actually talked about the pent- the we did. pentathlon. We talked about how that the... was our that was our in was getting you exactly. into the pentathlon. Yeah, and I was really excited. We just did the the episode with with Taylor from Are We Friends, and it was. Yeah, we just talked about it, and then I see this, and it turns out there was something that we didn't cover during that episode about the pentathlon, mm-hmm. which is that we covered that it's like fencing. Um, there's a swimming component, a shooting component, a running component, a component, and then an equestrian component. And in that equestrian component, what I had not realized when I read about it for our episode about you know where we talked about the Olympics was that it's not your horse. It's a random horse. It's a fresh like, horse. It's a it's a new horse. Like a perfect it's not stranger like, of a horse. It is literally a part of the competition. So really it's five six events. Because a part of it is you get 20 minutes to win the loyalty of an animal. <laughs> that is a part of the pentathlon is you get there's a 20 literally, minute interval. There's an animal handling aspect where you, you have to gain the trust. You have to go on a you nice walk get, and become acquainted with your horse. <laughs> 20 minutes. No pressure. Make this horse love you. <laughs> that is incredible it's so i want (laughs) okay so i want that to be its own sport which they have agreed it 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 is because the the pentathlon there are five different things you have to do and that is one of them i want that as its own event i don't want to have to wait for the swimming and running and shooting and whatever to get to that i want to i want to start and end with that event and i want to watch it all the way through i want to see every every single country's I don't how, know how much time they get between the events. I'm assuming not a lot anyways. I'm pretty sure it's all at least got to be on the same day that all these things happen. I yeah. could be wrong there. but I'm sure it's a marathon like situation, right? I mean, it's got to be one after the other. Yeah, I'm sure with some interval in between, but not a lot. But like... Yeah, some people apparently there's like videos of them like collapsing on horses because horseback is like after two of the things and they just get exhausted. So she's like physically and mentally exhausted. And also this woman, the reason she was crying is because she was in the lead. She had won or done extremely well in the swimming and the shooting already or something and the running. Like she'd done all these things and was doing really well and was in the lead. She had the best score going in to the equestrian event, which is jumping and then she got this horse and he didn't want to jump. Oh no. He he was just like, No, I don't want to. And she no, was I'm like, good, please. Like she's like urging it on and it's like, I don't want to. It do just you get, didn't do, you, do it. It do you are you stuck with the horse you pick? Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. You are one hundred percent stuck with it. It didn't want to. Like, oh my and gosh. She lost. She came in like 26th out of 30 in the end of it because a horse didn't want to cooperate and it's like literally that is not your fault but they were like yeah it's considered a part of it that you have to win the love of a horse (laughs) like which i just think is incredible bonkers it's bonkers why would you not be able to bring a horse that you train with (laughs) for real it like that it's so against everything else in the olympics unless it's not because i did have that question when we were watching events yeah we were watching other equestrian stuff we were watching the fancy horse dancing event which is yeah a, a sport um and we know people who do it like there there's those events don't happen without training that horse you you can't yeah. do it without training the horse it yeah. like do they sever the just bond get on any horse do they be like, do they just have is it do you give medals to the athletes because they are they go into a stable with just 20 trained horses and they have to do this same process where they get acquainted with them no, or that's no because like that's wild routine. right well it's just like also like it's so weird because stuff like dressage and whatever like they have to give things like i mean with gymnastics and anything with sort of an artsy component to it like floor gymnastics or whatever or, or ice skating or i'm trying to think what else has like um oh the the i was watching the swimming event the the fancy mm-hmm. swimming event like synchronized swimming oh, and stuff yes 
And it's like literally different moves are given like a style rating and a difficulty rating or something like that. Like it always has to be yeah. something like that because it's like at a certain extent, most of the horses know how to do all the same thing. So it's going to be in like the precision of those moves plus the difficulty of them, right? Because you can do a simple thing very precisely, but if you go for a harder thing, then normally that's worth more points if you do it successfully. But there's always yeah. like a weird little calculus that these people are always doing. But I think in that event, you definitely know that horse. Like, 100%. That is a, there's no that way is a you horse don't. you know. So the fact, yeah. the fact that it's not just a horse race, the fact that there's jumping involved know. and like stuff that there, stuff that you need to train a horse to do that you just pick a random one is really that's completely wild i have a more important question about this actually now um okay do the horses also get medals they they damn well should do they put a medal on that horse or do does the human stand on a podium alone after winning an event that their horse helped them win. That's what I want to know. Is it just humans up there or do they put humans and horses on the podium? I think I think they have the human podiums with like the backdrops with the flags and everything. Uh-huh. And then after they play the the national anthem for the the country that won, the backdrop drops to reveal a much larger podium with the horses yeah. on top and That's all three of them have gold medals because they are in many ways more human than we they and are, deserve they, a higher praise. They and then deserve it. they play the national anthem of horses, which we all know is its own country and deserves it's the its my own little recognition. pony theme song. <laughs> it's the my little pony theme song. Exactly. They all live on rainbow <laughs> Island or whatever the fuck. Uh, and they live peacefully in a in a society with no problems and and no racism and no poverty and no hunger. Mm, just apples, apples all the time. <laughs> just apples and happiness and friendship. Oh God! If only. Yeah. Well, apparently that woman's coach got ejected from the Olympics. Oh. For, oh, oh after oh, we talked no. about the innocence and love of horses, uh, because <laughs> the coach apparently got very frustrated and ended up punching the horse. Not the woman oh. who was crying on the horse. She didn't do anything. She was just crying. Like, she did Ma'am, not no. hit horse. Yeah, she chose Ma'am, crying, no, which you is can't. But her coach apparently approached the horse and punched it. And... That was seen as a big old no-no because you're not supposed to. Yeah, hit no, especially you're kidding. not supposed to hit like someone else's horse. You're like, not supposed to hit anyone, anything, no, anytime. No hitting. hitting is no bad. hitting. No, I totally agree because there is a certain amount where they like take the riding crop and whatever, but they don't. If you've ever like been an equestrian of any kind, this is what I'm calling myself now because I'm an athlete and this is what I know about is that you don't actually hit the horse. I mean, they do for racing. I think they, like, hit them on the haunches with the crop. Uh-huh. But, like, whenever I used a crop, it was literally the horse was trained to, like, feel it the tap. It's, like, literally you just put it in your hand and it's effective. Like, yeah. they just feel the tap on their shoulder and it's just an extra indication. It's not, like, it's not harmful. You know what I mean? It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Because you're not hitting. You're literally holding it in your hand and it taps. The, it, like, rubs against the horse's shoulder. And that's how they're supposed to know that, like, they're supposed to go faster. And so she was, like, using the riding crop to sort of urge him. But she knew that hitting him definitely wasn't going to get him to do anything. Yeah, like, it's, yeah not going to help. Absolutely. No. This, so the, this person the should coach be got very stripped. upset. Yeah. yeah, they got they got ejected. They were like not allowed to punch horses. Like that's not a big thing. They did say that the horse was unharmed, and they d- it the person did not hit the Hor- horse very hard. Is what they were saying. No, and the horse was no. Hurt. Sorry, no. This is. I'm no. saying that for the. I'm saying that for our audience. I'm not saying that to, to excuse sure. this, this. I'm saying for everyone to know that the horse is living his best horsey life. You know he's he's Did, doing well. He's probably gonna get to get to retire. Yeah, but after was also performance, but. corralled, corralled into a space he didn't want to be in, probably, and yeah. just just wanted to take a nap, just wanted to enjoy his day, and then was accosted was accosted by a woman in tears, which is I, like, look, lady, I would love. Him. I would love Please to help you in any way, but I don't think that me jumping over this thing is going to fix it for you. I think you've got a few other no. 
other things you need to work out and i'm here to so i'm here to her. chat with you and like work it work through it but look i'm already having my own day and you're having a day so this isn't this isn't gonna work and then got punched in the face it was a bad combo <laughs> he, i don't think he got punched in the face he got punched in the shoulder i think not also, good like if you were to if you were to hit a horse would you really go for the face i mean that's I, d I don't know. I wouldn't try I to hit a horse. Hit shoulder. Well, I w wouldn't either, but I'm just saying, I if you had to, if you were like, look at this horse, you have to punch it in like a, a saw scenario no, or something. No, I don't want... Oh <laughs> then where would you hit it? I don't want to... This is a bad conversation. Where would you? Because like, we're not saying we hit horses. I'm just saying, look... <laughs> This is this is Sorry. adorable. That's very cute. Um, if you had to punch a horse, <laughs> I'm sorry for all those. Your dog, Nadia Media. My dog is in my lap, licking my face right now. Tugboat, <laughs> tugboat is hearing this conversation that is that so is veering into forced animal cruelty, and she <laughs> no wants she wants it to stop. She was tugboat. Tugboat is begging you to stop talking about punching horses. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tuggy. I won't talk about punching horses anymore. It's for comedy. Okay, just one. Just say hi. One. Go for it. Oh. Okay, she's just jumping. She's not. Yeah. Gonna... That's I fine. I wanted her to say hi for the people. Tugboat, speak. Good girl. Okay. There you go. So on a on a scale of one to ten, Emily, how would you say uh, Tugboat ranks as a house guest? Oh, like very low, like extremely yeah. low. Like she's good. Uh, she won't like pee on the floor or anything, but otherwise, <laughs> she kind of like. This is the problem with having a reactive dog. Is like people have to behave correctly around her, not the other way around. You yeah. know what I mean? So she's a little needy as a guest because, like, you have to meet her needs and and not the other way around. Right. So, I mean, like, she, you know, she has a lot of needs, too. Like, she needs to be not petted but paid attention to but, like, not looked at directly but, like, gi given snacks. And, like, she, she's high maintenance in that way. And she doesn't want to be like, I feel like if you bring a dog to the party, people are like, oh, this dog is here for me to pet it. And Tugboat does not feel that way. Yeah. Like she does not want to be pet ever. So it's a little difficult for her to be around new people because new people do not understand her. Yeah. She's very sweet. Very sweet dog, but best in her own element, I think. She keeps getting invited places like Taylor's family loves inviting her over huh. and i think that's great and it's nice and we do bring her but like sometimes it's less than awesome because it's a <laughs> lot for tuggy like yeah. it's a lot for her to to go places and do things and then keep her shit together is the ideal dog behavior like the best trained dog in the world is that a very high bar to set for people? In my head, I was like, okay, baseline. I feel you like should it be... is a really high bar. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Because I was thinking like. If it's the best train, if it's like service animal, you know, right. but like service yeah. animal off duty so you can still pet it. It's yeah. like, that is a really high bar for your guests because that, that animal like is silent Mm -hmm. And doesn't do does literally everything they're told and nothing they are not told and yeah. just sits there and is cute and that is way more ideal. Like I would love to go to a dinner party and not not speak too much, but it has never happened in my whole life where I have not taken up more attention and oxygen than I should. And I just leave parties often wishing that I hadn't spoken at all. I'm like, how do I get to that level where I can, like, be so unobtrusive that, like, you know I was here and I was also delightful, but I did not say too much and also made zero mistakes. Like, <laughs> that's so what I, I want. And it's not possible. My, my thought process here was to try and equate the human guest experience to that of a dog and i think that might be 
demeaning to humans and dogs simultaneously. So I think we can abandon that thought process. Well, they're not the same, you know? They're not the same. There's a, The expectations are not the same. Yeah, I don't want brownies that a dog baked. And, you yeah. know, so they wouldn't have chocolate in them. I mean, so that would be garbage um, anyway. I, I was thinking the brownies that the dogs do literally make, and I super don't want those. Yeah. Um, so what... I'm thinking in terms of a house guest, what do, what do we look for in a house guest? What do, what are the ideal traits for a house guest for us? I do love someone who sits down and eats the food I make. <laughs> like, yeah. Sit yep. down and eat the food I make and stay the fuck out of my way. Like that when I am hosting a party, I want you to enjoy yourself eat the food that is made, drink the drinks, and talk to one another because I am going to be busy because I am hosting and you're always busy as the host. And I also want you to not complain about anything. I don't yeah. care. Like, do not complain. Yeah. Not complain about anything happening in the moment. Like, I don't I don't want to hear complaints mm -hmm. about my home or anything that I've presented yeah. you with because what the Or the, the hell? food or... The nerve. Yeah, the food. <laughs> or yeah but you can like, complain like complain. we can we can have a, a deeper conversation oh yeah about like our complaints about, about like, life yeah yeah of course absolutely that's like part of talking but 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 yeah, i'm a human being of, and i have it yeah. allowed you into my home and if you complain about anything that i've done for you who the who the fuck are you <laughs> i do occasionally i do appreciate a helping hand but normally just one like one person. I think I think it's a permission situation. I, I yeah. I think if it is, if it is clear that you are struggling, this is kind of a tough one because I have had people who have come into my spaces, um, particularly. Oh, I have in the people. College. This is what pisses me off. This is what pisses me off. Okay. If you can see that I'm struggling and you don't offer, like, but you yeah. do come up and go, "Hey, are there forks for this?" That golly. Golly. Is not okay. Boy, howdy. I've had this happen. Like, I put out a dish and I'm like running around like a crazy person putting out dishes and whatever and silverware and plates. And then they go, hey, where are the forks? And you're just like, you can fucking find a fork because now I will never help you. Now I'm not getting forks and now no one gets forks because of you. I hope you like hot dogs. Yeah. I hope <laughs> you like, yeah, I hope you like eating with your hands because you're, you're not <laughs> getting utensils of any kind. Not getting you forks anymore. Don't care. Absolutely not. Like, offer to help or get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That That is applesauce out there. Yeah, you can have that. Spoon? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Good goddamn fucking not. luck. Good <laughs> luck. Slurp it up with your face. Also, Just no hands. applesauce at a party? Dunk your face into that giant bowl of applesauce I've put out. It's delicious. I know it's a weird party food. I'm not sorry about it. It's delicious and I like it. So I made it for you. But then you said some shit about my utensils. So you don't get it. You're going to go bobbing for applesauce right now if you want any. Dip your face in there right now. And don't oh complain. God. We got... Um, we hosted a party recently and we had gotten all these ears of corn from our farm share and i'm not a big <laughs> corn eater so i was like oh this will be great because we'll get rid of this corn because i really i don't really like corn that much i don't eat it so we served it to our guests we like grilled corn and i did not realize at the time like that is a super intimidating party food like you it's, gotta it's a really rough party food to eating That's... A, a corn on the cob on at the cob. a party we had people, we had some uh, younger folks come, younger folks. They're like in college still. Someone uh -huh. brought these, you know, two people along and they were a little bit younger. And those, this is what I love about college students. They they eat, which is fabulous. <laughs> they are they're grateful. They're like broke. They are grateful <laughs> and broke. And these two real skinny girls, you know, young women just went to town on this corn this these ears of corn it was amazing i was like oh my god they're the only ones who ate any and i was like so appreciative because i was like <laughs> oh this is a really weird thing to serve at a party huh because you're like mobile you're like moving around all of a sudden you gotta like hunker down in a corner and like, <laughs> like on a piece of you really got to make sure that you've got napkin and then plate on top yeah, in your lap make sure all your bases are covered flimsy and we have a dog too so it's like the dog's nose and around 
So this is, corn like on the cob is really weird. like a uh, a safe space kind of food where like okay, where I'm going to a, a cookout. Like, yeah, the yeah. table pretty necessary, need, and table like is necessary, I am with yeah. people that I am comfortable with. I'm like this is my parents and maybe one or two other people like people who I'm not concerned about seeing me eat a very messy thing. <laughs> I think we also planned it and then it started raining. So it became an inside party. Which oh no. Where it was an outside party. And that was outside. Like... Outside does make corn on the cob much more appealing. It does. It's better. It is better. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you just got to make do and I would not recommend make a salad like roast the corn and then cut it yeah. off the cob and make a salad out of it because like do not serve I've learned I've learned now yep. that that's not an ideal party food hot dogs hamburgers always good bowl of potato salad everyone everyone likes potato salad okay everyone Chips likes potato dips. salad the more mayo in there the better I know just People don't like think it. about it I do it. I make it. I make it good. I do vinegar and and mustard seed and, and all that stuff. But I also go easy. Do go easy on the red onion. In. I I like a little yeah. red onion in there. But we really don't to... small, really yeah. finely chopped, or else or nothing. Yeah. No. I I make really good potato salad. I love making potato salad. It is it is always appreciated at parties. People people fucking love it. I make right, so... other salads. Like I make the green salad. No one touches it ever. I don't touch it either. <laughs> I don't know why we put the green salad out. And then, like, sometimes I'll put berries, and no one eats that either. So it's really just potato salad. Like, stick to the shit people want. Yeah. Like, I know we want this bountiful table, but people want three items off of there, and it's, it, three of those things are hot dogs. Have you heard of Big Love and Little Hollywood? If not, you haven't been listening to this show because I've been on a couple times. Also, wake up because they're the next big thing. I'm calling it here and now. All their music is amazing. I have their music on vinyl and so should you. I actually don't think you can because I think that was a limited run. But one day I hope to have the ability to auction off the vinyl that I do have for lots of money and I will elect not to. Thank you so much to Big Love and Little Hollywood for sending in their song, Ride That High. It is a brand new single that they just put out, and you're about to hear it right now. Give them a follow on Instagram. I'm going to put a link in the description that you can follow to find the rest of their music. Check out the lyric video that they put up for it on Instagram. It's really awesome. I, I, I love the way it turned out. It looks great. For now, please enjoy Ride That High by Big Love and Little Hollywood.
some friends gonna go downtown Summer nights, got a throne and a golden crown I'm feeling tired, of being tired, of being tired I'm feeling tired, of being tired, of being tired So if we hold up, can I roll up, throw a bowl up Get your hopes up, turn the bass up So baseline, we just want we want people who are ready to be outwardly appreciative, just like saying please and hungry. thank yous, asking just, asking permission to aid. I don't I don't there are times when I don't want help. Where it's Most like if I if I'm not visibly struggling, I don't want you to ask me if I need help because I don't. If I no. am visibly struggling, it it's probably better for for you to to ask if I need help with something. I might still say no, and that's okay. But if I I'm this if safe. I'm not visibly think... doing anything, I don't. I do not want help. And if you ask me if I need help, I am going to think that something is going wrong and that I'm doing something wrong, and it's not. It's not going to feel good on my part as a host. Well, I think this is a very good tip for party goers. I think we've actually stumbled on a real thing, which is like if you want to be a good guest. A very easy, almost no cost to you way to do it is asking if you can help. Because yeah. most of the time, you will not have to do anything. Correct. And even if you yep. do have to do something, then it's like something very small and manageable. And you earn the appreciation of the host in an unobtrusive way. And also, you don't have to talk to the other guests for a short period of time. Which is very nice. Unless you get this job. I've gotten this job before and this is a bad job to get. And I'm so sorry if you pull this job while you're just trying to be polite. Being forced to take someone's order for something. Like go ask grandma and grandpa what kind of pie they want. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That falls to me often where it's like go around the table and ask who wants cherry and who wants peach and who wants chocolate cake. You know? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. ah, damn it. And then all of a sudden you're like thrown back into the your serving days then you have to find a child <laughs> at the party and you have to give them a notepad and tell them they have a very important job <laughs> That's you are always, always always allowed to pawn things off on a child <laughs> and no one is ever going to argue against that because That's it's always going to be cute and that's it also if they fuck it up no it, it's not going to be anyone's fault no one's going to get in trouble oh, yeah. if that kid fucks up the job you're, you're not going to be in trouble for giving it to them, and they're not going to get in trouble for fucking it up because they're a kid. We were at a party recently where a child asked us what our what our dessert order was, and I got it, and I was like, honestly, I, Kaylee, I do not trust you because I ordered Girl Scout cookies from you and never got them. So <laughs> <laughs> I literally I, ordered Girl Scout I cookies from her to your like manager. two years before and like, I, literally never got them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then she like came to get my dessert order, and I'm like... Well, based on how the Girl Scout cookies went, about a 50 50 shot. Luckily, I, the I have ordered were like dessert from you before pie. and not received it. Yeah, exactly. It's not gone well. So, but I mean, like, you can't fuck up a cake or pie order. So, this is easy party guest stuff, though. We've we've got enough time where I feel like we've covered party guests. You're gonna you're gonna experience that more often, and it's a shorter stay. I think mm -hmm. the. If we're talking house guests, this is like you're staying at least one night 
to be a, considered a oh, house guest. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking I think, no, just I think like it was important for, for us to cover the party guest okay. stuff. I think that's included here. But I want to get yeah. into the Just the always more... offer to help. Like, that's my big thing. Always if I go to, to a help. party and I didn't offer to help anyone, then I feel like I was an asshole. And I know... Yeah. It's funny because as a host, I don't think about that. Like when you're hosting, you're like, well, so-and-so haven't, hasn't just showed up and drank and ate and had a good time and then left. And it's like, yeah, obviously that's what I wanted. Yeah. Like yeah, I what don't did you feel want bad do? that my guests didn't <laughs> offer unless they did that one thing where it's like complained about something without offering. That I will not stand. But anything else is like, yes, come to my house and enjoy yourself and eat food and drink uh, drinks and have a good time. And if you have a good time, then everything is good, you know? Yeah. I think before pre-visit, ample, ample notice. If you're if you're staying in somebody's house. You got to give ample notice. They're just it's like, you don't know where people are at. You don't know what people's schedules are like. If you need to stay at a place, ample notice. Like, yeah. I, I would say at least one week you need to give people in advance. Yeah. Uh, the, but the more, the better, honestly, because like we're all adults. People have people have jobs. People have like regular get togethers with uh, people like you don't know what their weekends look like ample notice don't drop in on people that's not a good look oh yeah everyone we've recently fielded like four different offers for something to do on the 20 the weekend of august 21st like literally every person in our lives has asked to either hang out with us or take us to for us to go somewhere with them like yeah. we've fielded four different offers. We have two I, I'm in the same relatives boat. staying that weekend. Oh my goodness. It's, it's just like, how did this happen? Yeah. Where it's just like, boohoo, I'm so lonely. Nothing's going on. And all of a sudden people are like, this is the weekend that we're going to do things. There was, I mean, one of those things was you and I were, were potentially going to, to do something on the weekend of the 21st. And that is not happening because of how busy we both are with other things. I don't know what happened My, with that Taylor's weekend, but it's mother stacked. is visiting. Taylor's mother is visiting Friday night and staying with us and then Friday and then hanging out with us on Sunday. And then Sunday night, Kit, and Kit is coming. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I'm just Kit, like, for people oh, my who God, don't know, my, is our, our older brother. brother our brother and his child <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like oh my Goodness god i'm gonna gracious. have a baby in my house like yeah baby's never been in my I, house before we i i don't think i don't anticipate us doing a follow-up episode to this one but i'm sure there is etiquette stuff with with bringing a child to someone else's house that i have never even considered have no idea what those would be but i'm sure they exist <laughs> i don't even know I don't even know. Like, do I have to make special? I want to know what I have to do because it's like, it's a baby. I mean, they bring, parents bring the whole, they have to bring all of the baby things. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no option to not do that. So I don't, I don't know. I'm sure that's fine as long as you like, because like baby is your job, you know? So it's like the person with the baby does is relieved of doing literally anything else and normally the way that etiquette goes i feel like is like you had a baby so at least with like with your relatives everyone has to like cater to you not the other way around yeah i I think so yeah absolutely um because like people are really happy about babies other baseline stuff i think like ample notice be be appreciative of everything ask like what which what bathroom you should use at like i feel like don't be afraid to ask for for extra things that you need like if there's if there are if you need an extra towel or something they're they're gonna they're gonna be there don't be afraid of that and then offer to help if need be offer to offer to like maybe pay for a dinner offer to split some costs for while you're there and then i think like the one of the most important things that I think should be baseline and not like an extra thing to get you extra points baseline strip your bed yeah so I always, always strip, the bed. strip the bed yeah I always strip the bed I always try to bring something like a little yes gift. that's what that's I was gonna get into nice. with like extra stuff to put you over and like ensure that you're gonna get invited back 
gift mm-hmm. is top of that list. Just, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, a, it can like be that. a freaking thank you card. Like, doesn't have to be anything. Just a little token of appreciation. You yeah, know? always that, that'll good. put I you mean, over. Can so I recently was in a weird position where I was like at my parents' house, which now like mm-hmm. when we're there, we are guests. Like, and. I had to ask for a less fluffy pillow, which this is something I would not do. <laughs> no, not you cannot. And say like Taylor's parents' house, you know. This but, is like, something you can do parents, at a hotel, like, maybe, and at your parents' house, and that's it. <laughs> I was staying for a week too, so it was like a long. Yeah, stay, that's and fair. It's a long time for your pillow to be really uncomfortable <laughs> because they have these really, really puffy, stuffed, full pillows. Yeah, and my neck was like. You know, like way up. You're not supposed to oh, have no. a really fluffy pillow. It just feels no. wrong. I don't know about anyone else. I like a flat pillow. I like a, like a down pillow that can be squished, like to yeah. n- to a pancake. Like, so yeah, it was not. It was a weird position to be in because you feel like such a dick. You're just like this is really impacting my life. Like, I, my neck is hurt this morning, and so like that's not good. And you should not sleep on things that hurt your neck for long periods yeah. of time but it's also super weird to go like do you have a flatter pillow i'm sorry i'm <laughs> i'm very high maintenance you know? <laughs> like, do you have maybe six other pillows that i can use i just i like to build up a little fort around yeah me. Like, I, I need to i need to make sure that i can't turn over in my sleep safe. i will yeah. i will fall off the bed and die and it'll be your fault yeah the other high maintenance things though, it's like if you visit someplace and like you can't really get around by yourself for whatever reason, you know, uh, that's always a little more difficult. Like that's more notice and less time you should stay at someone else's. I think if you're like relying on them for like transportation places, if you're broke and relying on them for meals or whatever, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe maybe shorten your stay like this is like me at my parents house i always go when i'm like i don't have money to go on vacation so i'm just gonna go on vacation to my parents house (laughs) which is like i will get free alcohol and also not be able to you know it is it is certainly a vacation they have they have established a nice little nest for themselves Yes, and I try to take advantage of it because i don't (laughs) want to go anywhere else and also you can't go anywhere else right now no that's true um (laughs) I can I can I call I'm going to call out Taylor for something which I think is very funny. Taylor oh, okay, cool. ex- excellent house guest. Nothing nothing wrong he with him. He prides himself on this. You better be it's careful. It's great. No, no, no. No, he's could shatter he's his a, world if you say something a lovely about house right guest. Now. What I will say that I think is very funny that honestly it's not it might be helpful for him to know because it's not so much helpful for us it's it actually gives us a chore uh is taking the duvet cover off of the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> those things are like he had to okay our duvet cover specifically the one he stayed recently and he was lovely the entire way through we had a great time hanging out for that whole weekend but when he left he stripped the bed great love that the duvet cover was off and it was like we spent so much time putting that on and i there's little ties that you have to put in in yeah. each of the corners yeah like it must have been so on difficult sucks. for him to get that thing off <laughs> Like, it was probably one just, of those things that you started. You don't have it, to do that. And then you were halfway through, and then you're like, "Oh shit, this is I shouldn't have done this." Should but like, you already started, this. so like you had to finish it. That's so funny, though. Oh my god. Duvet covers. Don't worry about that. Hang on. Yeah. Oh my god, that's too fucking funny. We thought that was so goddamn funny. <laughs> He probably, I guarantee he panicked in the middle of that. <laughs> I like, guarantee it. Because who wouldn't? You're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, this is a really intentional thing. And I can't half do this. <laughs> yeah. There's a story there. Oh, poor oh guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor it's guy. Guests and, um, in other people's families' homes. Taylor's family, it's still very new to me. It's in like two years. You know, we've been dating. So it's just like going over there, you still feel like a little bit of a stranger, but people have started like 
hugging me and saying things like I love you and it's like that's very <laughs> sweet and I, I like it very yeah. much but also like it makes me feel like my responsibilities are now greater like <laughs> when I first was going it was like oh you're such a dear you don't have to worry about that just sit yeah, down there, you know and there now- is going to be a progressive more heightened expectation at more and more every time you go back that you're going oh, to yeah. help without being asked yeah, and I get, like, meal requests now. Like, I get, like, oh, bring those crackers you brought last time. And I'm like, oh, you mean those very those very can... labor-intensive cr- crackers that I made oh, no. myself and take a very long time to do? Yeah, and also, like, a whole block of cheddar cheese? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said crackers, right and I just I just assumed that that was going to be a store-bought thing. It was like, I can give you the brand name. Like, yeah, you can get them. No, no it was like, I... It's bad because I've made a couple dishes, but unfortunately, um, they have become staples. Like the things that I have brought apparently were so this is this is another good one. Don't bring anything that good because or that labor intensive because it's a yep. possibility that you can these, get known for it. Yeah, like, these are the pro strats. We're into pro strat territory. For, we're like yeah. we can tell you how to be a good guest and how to get invited back and like bringing something that's really good and homemade and delicious and labor intensive is going to get you invited back, but there is going to be that expectation from there on that you are going to bring yeah. those every time if they are that much of a hit. I am known for making extremely good cinnamon rolls. And oh no, those I are do, so difficult. That takes a whole I day do, of in preparation. Yeah. I make fantastic cinnamon rolls. It is true. Like I, I put a lot of love and butter into them to make them delicious. And it is so labor intensive. They're not hard. Luckily, cinnamon rolls are really fucking cheap. It yep. is the ingredients are crazy cheap, but it is a lot of a lot of work. And I have had to do a lot of work a couple times now because it's like I brought really dank cinnamon rolls. And uh, <laughs> oh, I remember this is this is one. This was a host uh, and, and guest nightmare I had where I was pr- told to bring cinnamon rolls or I think I wanted to because it was Christmas. Or I think it was Christmas mm-hmm. Day. And yeah. I brought them, but they were not baked yet. Because I wanted them to be fresh. And also, like, yeah. we were running out the door. And so I, like, brought them and they needed to, like warm to room temperature from the refrigerator so that they could get that final proof on them and then go in the oven and this is like a total call out i feel bad but taylor's mother does not cook or Uh anything and so i show up with these like they proved on the car ride over because it takes a long time and the car ride it takes a long time so it was like literally perfect and they're beautiful they're ready to go in the oven and i was like okay yeah here you go um just you know they just go in at 350 for you know 30 minutes and she was like great opens the oven shoves my beautiful cinnamon rolls into the oven turns the oven on no ma'am no oh no i was like oh I was like, I had to stop myself. I had like a fucking Bilbo Baggins moment when he tries to get the ring back. And it's like, not. It was like, like, (laughs) your teeth get all sharp. (laughs) 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 Like, oh my gosh. You know, it's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Absolutely mortifying. I was like, Oh my god! And you know it was like very much like you were a guest here. You have to. It's fine. It's gonna be okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think in that situation okay. you can protest and be like, you know what? I'll take care of it. You, no, you go sit I down. They were okay, gone. Drink. Like literally, oh, they were no. like out of my hands into the oven. Slam! I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like there was nothing I could do about that. But I was Goodness like, gracious. I didn't think I had to explain to a grown person that you need to preheat an oven, like. Oh man, that that broke my heart. That was yep. that was really hard. <laughs> yep. And it was just like you got to deal with it. <laughs> WikiHow has some has some important points that I didn't cover for the first time ever in the history of this show. <laughs> Be specific with dates of arrival and departure. Hundred percent. We talked about giving oh, advance yeah. notice. Gi- giving a departure date. I don't like. Sometimes I guess people are in situations where they're things are sort of up in the air. Set a departure date for yourself and give that to your host and stick to it. I did, that's that's yeah. it. I don't. Yeah. 
be respectful of the host's time. Yeah, absolutely. Communicate clearly about comings and goings. Yeah, if you're not gonna yeah. if you're not gonna be side by side with your host all the time and they're you're gonna be in the house at different times, you've gotta be very clear. You have you have to establish a, a a system with the host. Like if you're gonna get a key where you can find and leave a key, all that sort of stuff. Over communication is always key in any relationship, but especially yeah. in a guest scenario, you need to over communicate where you are and what you're doing because you can't you can't leave your hosts hanging in any situation. That's that's not a good call. Mm-hmm. Showing your host respect, we kind of we that's that we sort of covered that. Yeah, obviously. Share the household bathroom respectfully. Yes. Clean up Ask your before, hair. Just do a quick rinse. Yeah, of the hair. Just do just do a quick wipe down. Ask yeah. ask before helping yourself to food. If you don't, if you get there and the host doesn't say help yourself to whatever you want, then do not. <laughs> And yeah. even and even then, you should probably communicate a little a little better than just literally helping yourself to whatever. I always try to drink the least, um, not like the least least, because like I've been in situations where there's like non-drinkers in the house and, um, you know, people who are offering and whatever. And it's like, yeah, definitely like partake if you like to. Mm-hmm. Also, if it's gonna like relax you a little, but don't get drunk. Do not yep. get drunk in someone else's house. It's weird. And it's like, I don't know. If, if it's a party, it's different. But like, man, oh, man. Like, you, I just feel like it's etiquette. Just just don't don't drink the most out of anybody if you are the guest in the house. <laughs> you know, like, look at the person who is also drinking and just stop one before them. <laughs> Count. Get yourself get yourself a little counter, one of those clickers. If anyone get asks about counter. it, just stop. Just say that you're keeping track of calories with a ca- I have a, that would take a, lot. a I don't friend know. who Figure used to collect <laughs> bottle caps my friend used to collect bottle caps even if her drink didn't have a bottle cap she would find a bottle cap and w- put it in her pocket for every drink she had and then she'd count the bottle caps that she had in her pocket to know how That's many a very, that she had had. I've I've never thought about doing that when I'm not drinking bottled drinks but that's I mean mm-hmm. yeah it's a good that's definitely a good system regardless. Yeah, or Everything like we else- used to do um, like cheap liquor nights at the bar. We used to uh, yeah. keep the same glass um, so that you could count how many gin and tonics you had by the slices of lime you had accumulated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trashier way to do it, but it does work. Just like, tell oh, your shit, host that four- you really like limes are- and you... There are four <laughs> limes in here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, I, I messed up. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's my the first WikiHow article we've had on this show that I approve of. Good job, WikiHow. Mm. Well done. Yay! Teach me how, WikiHow. Yeah, I think um, being a guest is like can be a stressful situation to some. I don't. I mean, like it's difficult, right? Like you have to learn to poop in someone else's house if you're going to be there for a certain amount of time. That's, that that's is a tough difficult. part. Sometimes I just go the and whole time without. Often I don't poop when I'm traveling. I don't feel safe enough. I don't. Like, I can't. I cannot fully relax. I can't get it. No, it won't happen. I can't. No, it's it's difficult, and you know it does it does affect my mood on on trips. But it's a real thing. Um, and odds are, I mean, like this is. I feel like it's happened to me more times in other people's houses than it's happened in my own, where the toilet fucking clogs. Everyone's yep. toilet has a trick oh to it. Oh my god! And it's always gonna clog when you're the guest, and that's just you. Just gotta. I just. I don't. We'll we'll, we'll have a whole other episode on hosting if we haven't already. I don't think we have, but no. God, but goddamn, whatever have whatever bathroom you put in your guest every in. Bathroom. That's a that's a better. I was gonna say whatever bathroom you tell your guests to be in for like their ba- their shower and toothbrushing situation, make sure to have one in there. But better better off just having one in every bathroom just to be every safe. Bathroom. Do not have a guest in your house without having a plunger in a bathroom that they could ostensibly use. It's just cruel. <laughs> it's mean, yeah. And we're back to peepees and poopies, which is just like <laughs> man, oh man. We almost went a whole episode. We were about we, to oh, end the episode did. when we brought up peepees and poopies, which is just like very. I'm sorry. I know it's me. I know I'm the one doing it. There's not. I don't. 
It's just the hangover, honestly. I think it's what it is. I think it's made me cooler. I'm looking at the, yeah. myself in the little screen right now, and I look pretty rad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but um, I feel terrible. My mouth is dry. <laughs> I have to poop. And um, I think we did it. I, I look rad as hell on the outside, and I'm nothing but soggy cardboard on the Feeling. inside. Feeling like very, very fragile right now. Can only say nice things to me. I was like so emotionally fragile. Okay, so I just ate at Cracker Barrel for like the first time. <laughs> like before this, like we woke up and Taylor's like, I know what's going to make you feel better is if we eat a whole bunch of garbage at Cracker Barrel. And um, we're waiting. It's like 20 minute wait. And we're like in the weird gift shop, which is very odd to like be five minutes from your house and to all of a sudden being be in a gift shop. That yeah. just exists. And it's like a really weird feeling. And I found this like really spherical plushie that was just a pineapple with a little happy face. And I was like, I'm not going to lie right now, Taylor, and tell you that I'm not so emotionally fragile that I can't bond, like forge an emotional connection with this small plushie. Like I was like, it was the size of my palm. And I was looking into its little, you know, uh, needlepoint eyes. And I was just like, yeah, I, I think I love this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what happened to me just now, but it is adorable. And it's smiling benignly at me. And it's spherical. And it's I, I have to have it. And I was like, the thing is that I have emotionally bonded with this. And I have a dog. Who will rip it will to shreds destroy it. in front of me. That's true. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I will oh, be even man. more heartbroken after its death that I can't even have this plushie right now. But that's you, like where I'm if at If you love it, let it go. That's where you can't. You can't do it. You have to know what's better for, for it. <laughs> I saw a small, round, stuffed creature. And I was like, wow, I um, this would make me feel better. If I got this right now, I would feel better. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. All right. So I don't know where. I think like it's great to be emotionally vulnerable. People who like stuffed animals and whatnot. But yeah, it's not normally me. And this morning I was just like, ooh. Ooh, but I could cuddle with this and take a nap. And maybe <laughs> everything would be better. <clears throat> All right. All right. We've done it. I think it. we did it I for real. I'm sorry for the fake was, out. I faked out our audience. I'm sorry. That's that's fine. That's one of our that's one of our more helpful episodes uh, of history. I think. No horses were harmed. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, go to her website nataliespitzel.com or her instagram at nms underscore creative thanks so much natalie follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash the outlaws network uh we've got a, a, a bunch of streams happening every week we've got outlaws and old ones we're working through the finale uh right now we are in a finale zone so there's some exciting stuff happening uh for outlaws and old ones if you tune in live twitch.tv slash the outlaws network 7 p.m eastern time on thursdays that's going to be a good time so come hang out for that uh and then we also this coming friday we had to reschedule our next episode of aprioria so instead of doing um which aprioria is uh, our dungeon master taylor's um his campaign his dnd 5e campaign that he wrote campaign setting that he created uh and we are going through all nine episodes each episode is like seven to eight hours long so it's a uh, more like six to seven but we take breaks so it takes a little longer um but we did our first full streamed session uh at the beginning of this month which was incredibly fun and our plan was to do the first saturday of every month but then we were we had people who couldn't do it on this coming uh first saturday of september so we're rescheduling to this friday instead of being a morning stream start it's going to be after we're all done with work so it's going to start around 5 p.m this friday august 20th uh and it's it's going to be a ton of fun so check us out there twitch.tv slash the outlaws network and as always you can check out our other podcasts the outlaws and old ones podcast as well as are we friends through the link tree that i'm going to put in the episode description thank you so much for listening my name is emily downey i'm john downey 
people who don't just automatically refill your water and instead ask you whether you have water or want more water. I will fight you. Keep just that give button me water. hot. <laughs> oh.